Ah shit, here we go again. Welcome to the Sloppy Book Club podcast. I'm Jenny. And I'm Celise. And we are so thrilled to have you listening today. This is season three, episode 10. And it's a very special episode. Um, On this episode, we're going to have a special guest author who's debuted last year in 2023 with her Hearts of Maya series. And she's going to join us today. We're going to have drinks and it's going to be a really good time. Yes. So let's just go ahead and start. We're going to talk to Michaela Ornedo today. Yes. So excited. <laughs> hey, guys. Oh, hi. Hi. Oh, I can't see you. I can't see. Okay, oh, there you go. I got so scared. I'm like, oh, my God, the silence <laughs> was so loud for a second. It was... The Zoom, so this is the first time I've used Zoom on this on my new laptop. Like I've used it before, so it was there, but apparently I needed Rosetta or something on it. So it was like updating and doing all this weird stuff. So I'm sorry. Oh, no worries. I it's We got nervous good. for a second. <laughs> we did accept her, right? Yeah, we did. <laughs> well, oh we are God. so happy to have you on. This is very exciting for us. We're happy that you are our first guest author. Um this has been something that we've been wanting to do for a really long time and we're just really really excited to have you so thank you for joining us of course I'm so excited you guys even want to be (laughs) (laughs) of course um so as you know we usually start off with a drink we do like a little tasting so Mm -hmm. I figured I'd go first and then we can just kind of make our rounds cool all right so I have a wine from Cali it's wild child a 2020 Zinfandel. I haven't tried it yet, so I don't know about you, but there's only one red wine that I actually like, so I don't know why I chose this one today. I'm surprised you chose the red, too. <laughs> I All feel right. like it's the one person who likes red wine, and that's my husband, and everyone that's else is just like, I can I can have it sometimes. I love, I love red wine. <laughs> okay, perfect. Now I know, it's, too. I just to be sweet. If it's not sweet, I'm not yeah. going to like it, mm-hmm. but whatever. Yeah. All right, Celise, like- what are you drinking today? I have a rosé in a can, um, Underwood. So it's nice and chilled. Um, I'll taste it and see. <laughs> this was bitter. It's a little sweet. I can deal with it. You see, mine isn't sweet, and I wish it was, because I love a sweet rosé. So not That's awesome. it's a mess, but I'll drink it. <laughs> All right. Do you have a drink, Michaela? Okay, so I have awesome. two. So I've like had like an itch in my throat. So I have like a medicine tea, but I also have like white wine. Mine's a Chardonnay. I have like a wine or I had a wine membership where like I had so many bottles of wine, I had to cancel it. So I don't even remember which one this is, um, but <laughs> yeah. <it's tasty. laughs> yeah. Um, my friend used to have a, a wine membership and that became a problem because she was like, she couldn't keep up with the supply that was coming in and she had to like cancel it. So yeah. she still has tons of bottles in her house too. And she's like, eventually I guess I'll get through it. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, why I got these because they're so little. So mm-hmm. it's just like one glass pretty much. That's right. Yeah. That's great point. I didn't realize you're supposed to drink them in like two days or throw them out apparently or like certain wines you're supposed to either put in the fridge. I've had some that I had like open for a week. Like, Oops. <laughs> longer than that in the yeah. fridge. But, yeah. Be- yeah. That's right. And I never knew that. Learn something new every day. Yeah. I know. Instead of wine tasting I- in the building. <laughs> I know. 
So let's get started. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Michaela? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny. I never know what to say when like this question comes up. I'm always like, I'm a mom. <laughs> but yeah, I'm a mom. I have two kids. I'm half Puerto Rican, half Mexican. I live in Virginia. That's me. <laughs> Awesome. I can relate to that a little bit. Yeah. We're both yeah. moms. Yeah. Oh, have Latin heritage. So that's that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, when did you decide to become an author? When did that passion come for you? Yeah, so I used to write a lot when I was a kid um, about just like random stuff. And I know my mom is one of those people who keeps everything. So I would love to see <laughs> if I could find those old stories. Um, but I wrote a lot. And then I had my oldest daughter, who she's eight now. So I went like seven years without reading and writing, just like dealing with being a young mom and stuff. Um, so then I started again the year before last. And I just like couldn't stop after that. Like, you know, like when you refine that love that you had that passion yeah so about like two years ago is when I took it like seriously okay and yeah. where did you draw that inspiration from for some of your writing style yeah so a lot of it a lot of it came from like obviously like a bunch of popular authors and stuff just like reading their works and whatnot um but I've always loved and like you guys have you know my mythology with like my first series and stuff so I've always loved like researching that stuff um so it kind of came from a love of both like just wanting to read and then like wanting to see Latin culture just in those books so yeah and we actually both would love to commend you on that because that debut series was so good yeah. and we're so obsessed with, obsessed with it we absolutely loved it so, yeah, so I know Jenny read both. I read the first one and I can't wait to get to the second one because it did leave like on a cliffhanger that I'm like, oh, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> so it's definitely on my TBR, but I, I absolutely love the series. It's everything you want in a good fantasy with the mm -hmm. mythology and, you know, having magic and fae and I, oh, it's delicious. So I loved it. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> um, did you know that you wanted to self-publish going yeah. into this? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm one of those people who does like deep dive researches in like anything I ever have an interest in. So when I first thought about even like putting it out there and not just leaving it on my laptop, I did like super deep dive into like traditional publishing versus self-publishing, indie publishing, all of that. Um, and honestly, I'm just too impatient for TradPub. <laughs> and I, I just... I didn't want to wait two years to like even get an agent and then like for it to get out there. Um, and I've heard, I've seen so many statistics about, you know, black and brown authors, like never even really getting that shot. So mm -hmm. I was like, well, I wait around for years and might maybe not even be able to get there. So I was like, self-publishing is really big right now. I know like a couple of years ago, it really wasn't like everybody was focused on TradPub, um, but it's very like embraced now. So I figured that was the best route for me to go. Do you well, feel we're like, glad for it. Yeah, <laughs> we are. Do you feel like social media has helped like indie authors do go that route yeah. instead of being traditionally tradi traditionally published? For sure, <laughs> for sure. Like if you think about, think back like 10 years ago when there wasn't really like social media, social media, where else would you have found that information? Right. Mm -hmm. It would have been like in a newsletter or yeah. a magazine oh. or something. And Definitely. you know, those things also take time to publish. Like with social media, I can make a video, put it on. I get mm -hmm. instant feedback, people talking and like connections immediately. So mm -hmm. I think social media, if I didn't have social media, I don't think, I don't think they'd be a book. <laughs> no, I, I mean, that's how we found you. So yeah. 
Yeah, it's a, it's a great thing, you know, social yeah. media could be great and, you know, has its drawbacks at times, For sure. but I feel like with indie authors, it's really a, a beautiful spot you can be in because yeah. you're right to your reader, you yeah. know, and your reader and you can have that relationship. Um, how do you prepare for writing? Like, what's your go-to things that you do? Because I know a lot of readers want to be writers as well. So how, yeah. how does that process go for you? Yeah, I think I think finding your niche is the first biggest thing you can do, especially as like a reader who reads like a broad amount of genres and different things like that. Um, I think that's the the first thing. But for for me, I do lots and lots of research ahead of the books. Um, I do I do a little bit of plotting, but they kind of take over the characters, just take over and do what they want to do sometimes. But I think um, having some sort of structure helps me sometimes. Um, and then I have like a document that I can true back to for like everything from like eye color and just like random stuff like that. So just like building those documents is the first step for me and just kind of learning who the characters are. Like obviously as you write, you kind of learn more about them and they kind of develop in themselves. Um, but having something to true back to is like the most important thing for me. So I have like big documents for all of my series to make sure I know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that easy to like keep track of? Like, so right. you go by character and mm -hmm. you build them up and then everything comes after that, right? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, a little a little bit of both. So I have for Hearts of Maya, I saw both characters first. Like I saw my two Latina leads and I was like, this is where I want to start. Um, and then the story kind of developed from there from like the different gods and all of the stuff like that. Um, but it's kind of it's kind of both. And I will say the first one is like chaotic. <laughs> like it's just a word document and there's no structure to it. But like it's there and I can search like search and find what I need to search and find. But I've started using like different plotting um, applications and websites and stuff like that to kind of help because the first one was chaos. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine. Yeah. What do you like to do when you're not writing? Like, what's your escapism from Stereotypical. the stress of writing? Yeah, stereotypical, but reading. <laughs> I love to read. I love art, like to draw and stuff like that. Obviously, like spending time with my family and my kids and stuff like that. But I would say reading is like the ultimate form of like escapism for me. <laughs> and I love that you do a lot of your own art. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. it helps us truly see what you envisioned when you yeah. started writing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You see a lot of um, and not just trad published, just authors in general who have like vast amounts of art and they just look different across the board. And I really wanted to like start somewhere because you know how it goes. Some people will read a character and they'll see them how they want to see them. And make them not look yes. how I yeah. So yeah. I, yeah, I like that about your writing and like how you you know bring it to the world because you do show your characters and what they should look look yeah. like and they're described in the same way so I like that there's like a picture that I can match to yeah. as I'm reading along um you know because a lot of fan art comes after usually yeah. but I like that yours is already there up front and it's like no these are the characters this is yeah. what like so I really they should be using that as a base yeah. and then their own art yes agree exactly and like with reading what's like the number one book that you usually recommend to other people so this changes every time I read a book <laughs> I will say 
Let me see. So I'll say like I took a break from contemporary for a while just because I was like really big into fantasy. Um, but when I read Before I Let Go last year by Kennedy Ryan, that's like something I'm telling everybody to read. <laughs> like whether you like contemporary or not, like that book is just perfect. It's like there's no notes, perfection. And the second one is even better somehow, but that doesn't come out till March. <laughs> yeah, I haven't read it yet. It's sitting on my pencil. I know you have, yeah. Um, oh, good. recommended that book to me last year before I let go. And I was like, am I a romance girl now? <laughs> I know. It just, what is it, this? It, it, the characters are beautifully written, the story, uh -huh. the connections that you get from the story. Um, it came to me at a really tough time. So it, it, you know, with dealing with grief and things like that. And it was just like a perfect book for me at that time. And I remember telling Jenny about it. And she was like, okay, I'm going to have to read it. And then she fell in love. And then I went down the Kennedy Ryan rabbit hole. And I was like, reading all her books. I was just like, I need to get into her mind because it was just so good. So that's, I love that. That's a book that you recommend because it's oh, one love of my it. favorites. Yeah, yeah. From here. I think I, yeah, I have the Kingmaker and the Rebel King. And Jenny, I think, are you the one who told me to read those ones next? Yeah, I have so them. Good. I again, Salise recommended yeah. those books to me too. <laughs> They're just going I'm down the line. You, I went through a rabbit hole last year and I was just like, just devouring her books and yeah. some of her series. Um, Some of them can be like really triggering. So I always say, check your trigger war warnings because you know, her themes are very real and um relatable but they can also be really tough to swallow yeah. at times so yeah. I always say check your triggers and content warnings but she is definitely an author that I I she could do no wrong in my eyes her books are so good <laughs> yeah I think that's what makes them so good is the like how realistic they are right especially for like people of color because you there's a lot of contemporary books out there where you I mean, like you can relate to them, but being able to relate to somebody who has such similar trends and things like that, has similar way of thinking and stuff like that, I think it's just, it makes you super duper connect to it. And it's yeah. just amazing. Sure. Yeah. 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 Have you ever been through like writer's block and how do you break, break free of that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Blood and Bruja started as me having writer's block from hearts of my okay <laughs> so i write i write like different stories with different themes and like genre not really genres but like different themes um so like if i don't want to be in like my happy hearts of my world i can go in a little bit darker or i have like an academy series i'm working on so like i can move over there so i just kind of bounce from series to series depending on like what vibe i'm feeling that day <laughs> mm -hmm. and this is a question that i feel like i want every author to answer and have out there because I love to know what's the one thing or multiple things that you need when writing like what do you need in your space as far yeah. as snacks, drinks like your lucky stuff I love seeing that by the way when mm -hmm. authors post like their desks or wherever they're yeah. writing mm -hmm. so what what is it for you so I have this big old like water that I need at all times of course and I, and I will sit there I and I'll like I'll drink like three of those. Yeah. So I need that. Um, trail mix. I eat a lot of trail mix so that, and that's kind of, oh, and I usually do a candle, like something to like calm me or like get me in that zone. So those three things are like, every time I sit down and write, they're near me. Okay. Yeah. If you weren't a writer, what do you think your career would be? You know, so I work in like corporate America and I, okay. I know that 
I wouldn't do that. <laughs> um, so I love, I love anything to do with art in general. So like, I know like books and writing falls into that, but I do have my degrees in graphic design. So it would definitely be okay. something in the art world somewhere. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of like authors kind of have like that artsy background too. Yeah. Sometimes there's a, a couple of authors that, you know, I follow and read and they always have like either character art that they're doing on their own. And I love that like creative brain that you guys have and yeah. are able to like do it, whether it's on paper and words or just through pictures. So it's, at, it's so amazing how the brain works and how you guys do all that. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah. I think it's super helpful to, to like, everyone visualizes differently right but like I think it's helpful when you have that art background so you can like really put everything together and then onto the paper too so right. I think you kind of balance each other out at least for me so all right so let's get to it blood and brujas yes. your next release it's coming out in March um so we do want to talk about it keep it spoiler free obviously um so why don't you just tell us a little bit about the book yeah, yeah. So this one is a white choose. Um, it's fantasy white choose. So it follows a witch. I've got vampires, witches, wolf shifters. Um, it's like it's a super elemental kind of world too. So it's broken up into the different elements and stuff like that. I'm trying to not not to be spoiler, but it's like an arranged marriage is how it starts off, um, and then we kind of kind of go from there. And she meets all her love interests. The process, yes. yeah. We both started <laughs> it, but we that. haven't we haven't finished it. And I know I'm like I'm digging it so far. I know Salise is a little yeah. further along than I am. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I I wish we could talk about it more. But yeah, but um, so trying to keep it like spoiler free. How did you come up with the plot and what inspired it? I know you said it was during your writer's block, you know, writing notes and things like that. But what else can you tell us about that? Yeah, so parts of it came from like my research with Mayan mythology and stuff. And there's like, um, there's a lot of different like gods and theories and things just because the Mayan mythology, it's there, right? But like when the Europeans came through, some of it got like misconstrued and people were writing things down, you know, translations were incorrect. So like there's a lot of different versions of different kinds of Mayan mythology or Mesoamerican mythology. Um, so there are these like, there's one where it's called the Bacabs and there's four of them and they're two positive and two negative kind of forces that created the world. Um, so that's kind of where it started. But since there was four, I was like, oh, elements, like there's four elements. So it kind of built from there. Um, and I just knew I wanted to do a white choose. <laughs> so I, was like, oh, I, it. I love it. <laughs> love I'm, a good white choose. Yes. <laughs> so I know you mentioned earlier that, um, your like first draft usually changes it's usually oh, yeah. pretty chaotic what about for this one specifically like how many drafts or outlines did you do before you were like okay I think I can stick with this so many so many <laughs> yeah so it started so like I, I wrote this before I even wrote the secret of the serpent so it was oh. like yeah way I started in like May of last year I think um but this one kind of sat for a while I would redraft then let it sit for a second and redraft and let it sit um so it's had it's had a lot of a lot of different additions um but most of it was like um the like gods and goddesses before it was kind of like these like mythical creatures instead um but then I liked I liked the goddesses the idea of like just women creating the whole world so uh, with the goddesses instead but it probably went through at least like four or five drafts before I sent it to like editing 
Yeah. And will you keep some of those like ideas that you had that you didn't put into the book into like yeah. another book? Probably. Yeah, probably. And some, some of them ended up just being in the second book of Blood and Brew for the Blood and Brew Haas, but just in a different way. So like there's things that are there, but they're just not as important as they were when in my first draft kind of situation. Who was your favorite, your favorite character to write and your least favorite character to write for this series? Mm. I'm super interested. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm trying here. not to. Spoilery. Or you could just say who was the easiest to write. Yeah. So I will, I will say Dio is the easiest just because she does what she wants. And like I don't have she's being morally gray. I love her. Yeah. So like I don't bad. have to exactly like you just let her do what she wants. Yeah. <laughs> so like I don't have to pump the brakes on her because she's just there. <laughs> so I will say she's probably the easiest. Um and she's just so much fun. Like yeah. In my, in Hearts of Maya, obviously, like, there's a lot of, there's a lot more morals in that. So it was kind of fun to, to write her. And one of my author friends told me that, like, Daya is like Camilla with, if she didn't have Zoe. So, like, if oh. she didn't have, like, a moral compass or somebody oh, to kind of hold her down. I can see that. Yeah. I was like, I like that. I like that. So I would say Daya. And I, I love her as a character because um, I know you describe it as a female main character that never gets week like you yeah. know she only gets stronger and I love that in a female character because in so many fantasies I feel like sometimes a female character has to lose something a little bit in yeah. order to gain that strength and I'm feeling like that's not the case coming this time around and I'm enjoying yeah. that process I don't want to you know give too much away but I, I'm just enjoying her and her element and you know being that strong yeah. female like badass character that we don't always get no so I'm enjoying no. it <laughs> and that was one of my main things because like you said you read so many series where it's like they have to give up their power to save the world and I'm like nah my girl is just getting more powerful we're not doing that right here <laughs> yeah I love that I love that <laughs> and what about your most difficult or least favorite to write you don't even have to explain if it's going to spoil it but yeah I would just I would say Kaiser just because he's a complicated character um yeah, I'll go with him. Okay. All right. Um, and if you could spend a day with just one character doing anything at all, who would it be? Axel. Axel's delicious. <laughs> you already know. I messaged her the first moment I met him. I was like, I don't oh, yeah. even know if he's going to have a present, but I'm obsessed already. I love him so much. Oh. And I was yeah. telling Jenny, um, like whether or not I should ask this question, but I feel like for fantasies and for this book in particular, I wasn't sure if I've been tainted by fantasies because it's always like, who do you trust, you know, twists and turns. Yeah. And was that like your thought process within the story or is that just how it was unraveling for you yeah. as you were writing? Yeah. So I knew, I knew one or two of the big twists I wanted that I wanted for sure but some of them are just like oh that's what we're doing oh I didn't realize and like it just kind of like develops as we went um but I did I did want it to be like a little less predictable like I wanted it to there to be some kind of like oh my gosh just to like you know keep it going yeah so, yeah, yeah a little that's bit it. of both because yeah. I'm like I'm, I'm falling for characters and you know as we all do as we're reading and I'm just like this is a fantasy I have to keep in mind. <laughs> like 
everything's not always as it seems. And I'm like, I don't know if the character is really like this or if I'm going to find out that they're not. <laughs> so it's just like that process of that back and forth. And I'm just like, okay, let me just read the next chapter and the yeah. next chapter. Just to like, and I fall way too easy for them. I'm like one page in and I'm like, oh, I love you. I know you're going to be fine. <laughs> but then I stop reading and I'm like, are they though? Right. You start thinking about it like, okay, but what if she's gonna go this way about it? And yeah. like what if they're gonna be this way? So that that you you had me. You had me <laughs> by the grips of your hand because I'm like, I don't know who to trust. But I love this process that you know I'm going through with her, you know, yeah. because she's trying to find out as well. So yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying this world for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think I think that's the fun thing about complex characters, like you don't know like you don't know what's gonna happen because like you could go this way you could go that way and you're just there for the ride until it happens. Yeah. yeah which makes for a great book you know yes. you want that yeah. excitement exactly don't well, make me bit. cry <laughs> no promises <laughs> oh we got the spicy white chew elements we got this big plot twist like yeah. it's just it's beautiful writing um what are your plans for the series what do you think it's gonna go or how do you want it to go yeah so like just for me I feel like this series will end up being bigger than my other ones just because like it's why choose and I, I feel I feel very like secure in my writing now like you know every time you do something every time it gets better and better and better right so like I feel like this me personally I feel like this is my best book so far um but it's probably going to be quite a couple so you guys know how the world is split in two so we'll have this over here and then I'm going to go on the other side of the world and do another series um so it'll probably be quite a few books okay I think probably like five six. Oh four. wow nice yeah, so it'll, it'll be it'll be quite a quite a few but I like I like this world so I want to stay here for a minute <laughs> and I feel like they deserve it <laughs> because it because it, it is such a big world that you're opening up that you know you want to see what is on the other side so yeah you know enjoying that process like you don't want to rush it you kind of want to savor it so I'm I'm looking forward to it <laughs> I'm excited I, I did start writing the like general idea of the other side and I really I do really like it because those are fun characters like it's Faye and Sirens and humans so I think any anytime you throw humans into it it automatically makes it interesting yeah. um, but the other I think it's gonna be a lot of fun once I get over there awesome and when does this book come out March 5th 5th, 5th? Mm -hmm. March yep. 5th. So definitely pre-order them. Is there anything else you want to mention about the book before we move on? Um, I do have the pre-order incentive up. So, oh, I don't have, I thought I grabbed the prints. I have like prints to send for people who uh, pre-order, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Awesome. They can find it in your link and your yep. IG bio. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So go do that. Yes. Uh, so we're nearing the end of the episode. Do you want to talk about like what's coming up for this year? Any book signings, things like that? Yeah. Where yes, could so, readers find you? Yes, <laughs> yes. So I keep getting these mixed up. A Polycon is first. That's in April. And then I have Imaginarium in June. And then Books, Gowns, and Crowns in October? October. I'm pretty sure it's October. Okay. Um, yeah. So I have those three events. And then I have um, the new series coming out this year with my friend Nell. Uh, the Cuxle Academy. So that's like a fantasy academy series. Um, and obviously we'll end Hearts of Maya and then this one. I'm not I'm not doing six months between books this time. <laughs> Have yeah. me stressed out. So, uh, that that's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Now, your, 
your new series um with your with Nell um yeah. you guys have like this discord yeah group, or it's sort of do you want to explain that so yeah. people can find you and figure yeah. out what this is about yeah so it's Geneva so it's a lot like discord but I don't know what it is about discord but it stresses me out like there's so many tabs and like you click yeah. something and you can't see everything like it's just like it stresses me out so geneva is cool because also i can do like exclusive lives from there and we can like host events and do stuff like that um so yeah that's also in my bio but it's just prettier too like it, it the, the icon's a flower like it's just cute <laughs> i know so. i just went into it and i was like looking through it and i like how you guys have two like separate sections yeah. for each of you and then you have like a together one yep. so it organizes it pretty well so yeah. i'm excited to see how it goes yeah i'm excited too um one of my friends divinity she had she has a pretty big community on there um and people love it so i just have to get people to download it because people don't want to download more apps but yeah. i just couldn't i just couldn't do discord i couldn't do it it was stressing me out Discord <laughs> is a lot it is it's a lot i can only imagine i feel like oh, it's i couldn't <laughs> well, it was like the people who could do it <laughs> yeah and it was like it was like made for gamers or something in the beginning so like yeah. i don't feel like it's not really like a community community area like it can be like if you build it correctly but i just didn't have it in me to figure out how to make it <laughs> how to make it work <laughs> So we'll okay. we're, we're excited to see you at a polycon yes so excited so do you guys know what you're dressing up as for the uh event um i have like this whole little like witchy type of dress that i might wear but i don't know yet yeah, I, I only have the Saturday pass with panels, so I don't oh. get to go to the party. But I've been trying to get, We're get trying. that. Trying. <laughs> but either way, I'm excited to actually be able to see the author. So that's yeah. the most exciting part. That was what the ticket I really needed and wanted. So <laughs> I'll get to see you, which is yeah. going to be exciting. Um, but yeah, so we can't wait to see you at Polycon. That's going to be fun. I know. I'm so excited. That's like my first big event. Um, so it's going to be fun. And, and do you have somebody working with you and stuff? Yeah, so Allie will be there with me, uh, most okay. likely, unless unless something crazy happens. But yeah, she should be there with me. And she's like oh, an OG person. Too. Yeah, you do. <laughs> but she's done so many events, so she like knows what she's doing. So I'm just trusting her. Do whatever she tells me to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you need. Like, please yeah. help me. Yeah, please. Because <laughs> it can get a little chaotic. So. Oh, for but sure. and it's at, like, at a bigger venue too this year so mm -hmm. it's gonna be exciting I'm excited I love yeah. going <laughs> yes it'll be my first time going I wanted to go last year because it's really close to me or last year it was really close to my where my parents live um but yeah this will be my first time too <laughs> all right well I think that concludes the episode um excited to talk to you this was really fun yeah, excited about your book coming out I'm actually gonna start reading the rest of it yeah. <laughs> I'm almost done so I'm I want to finish it today yeah. I'm like I'm like right before I'm not gonna spoil it right before there's like this meeting with new people coming in oh, yeah. so I'm like I need to know because I'm about to pick up <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, I do I feel like it, it is gonna pick up for you so it's gonna be fun we wish you a ton of success we are very thankful for you to come on and we're so appreciative and i i can't wait to finish the book and for other readers to find you um mm -hmm. you're on instagram you're on tiktok so everything, everything. <laughs> so, yeah we're well, thank you guys I, I really appreciate it i love like being able to like talk to bookish people about these things so i love it mm -hmm. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I'm glad.
Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. Bye.